everyone, and welcome back to Crossroads Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. It's minute 55, which I have beginning with Lucy saying, what did you do then? Like, right. you didn't kill a guy, what did you do to get to to get thrown in jail? Right. And I have it going through Ben saying, what in the hell were you... He's about to ask a very good question. A very good question. You'll find out on Monday what that question is. Uh, we get some backstory for Ben yes. about what he did to end up in jail. Yes. His stepfather has been uh, beating up his stepsister. So she called him at college and said, come get me. And so he did. So he drove to Georgia. From Ohio, where he was going to school. Right. Got his sister and drove her back to campus. And he got the police called on him because he transported a non-relative minor over state lines. Right. And his stepsister decided to press charges. His stepdad. Step-dad. Sorry. His stepfather. Stepsister decided to press charges would be a big twist. Right. His stepdad <laughs> decided to press charges. So he got six months plus a year's probation in Ohio. Right. But his stepsister got to go live with her mom. Right. Can we talk about how there's, how in the world is a situation where he, yes, transported a non-blood relative, but still relative, over state lines to get her away from an abusive parent, and he ends up in jail? Yeah. Like, how is that, how? Surely, like, I know the system is busted. Yeah. But surely it would be really easy for a lawyer to be like, no, they're related by marriage. Right. And he was getting her out of an abusive situation. Right. He must have had the worst lawyer. Right. Like the worst lawyer. Yeah. Because I would think that anything involving getting an abused child out of the abusive home would end up with him... Having to pay a fine, maybe? Yeah. Or have jail time, but, like, have it all be suspended? Yeah. Probably he would have just not gotten in trouble. Right. I mean, I if, would think. I would think that, too. I mean, if you have... If you, if they have a, a, a really good lawyer, you could spin it like, you know, he's some college boy taking this... You know, like if you spin it in like a a bad way. Yeah. I mean, I also like it's weird. It's a weird thing that's like. So if she was his like full sister or even half sister, it would be fine. Yeah, I guess because there wouldn't be any potential for him to be illicitly taking a minor out of state for sexual reasons. Like, like as if. As if he couldn't do that exact thing if she was related to him. Right, I guess. Also, what if she was adopted? Yeah, that's true. What if she was adopted? Would that... Where would that fall? Yeah. Seems like a pretty weird law, Ohio or Georgia. Yeah. I guess Ohio. Yeah, also you would think that the stepdad would be pressing charges from Georgia, so you'd think that that is where he would be... I mean, I know that, I guess, well, no, because the crime would have been committed in Georgia, not Ohio. Yeah. The crime was committed when he left Georgia. Why is he doing probation in Ohio? Yeah. Why is he in jail in Ohio? 
Unless it's like a probation. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe it was a kind of thing where he had to serve his time like on weekends, but then got to be out during the week to go to school. Like maybe they they worked it out so that he could continue going to school, and like you know, time served. In I was Ohio. about to say like his residency was in Ohio, so that doesn't matter. Yeah, like if I commit a crime in. Ohio, like if I if I a resident of Virginia commit a crime in Ohio and I get arrested and sent to jail I'm sent to jail in Ohio right I'm not sent to jail in Virginia because it's more convenient for me right in fact if I if, from what I've heard they do the opposite of that yeah move you as as far away as 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 they can yeah and they often will like, I, I listened to enough true crime podcasts to have heard, you know, he committed, the, like, he was a serial killer who killed people all over the country. And so he had to be tried in all of these different states. Right. And, well, and there's in, like... in, in that case, if he's convicted in multiple states, then I would imagine he would be able to serve out all of the time in one facility. Yeah. Hey, if you are uh, a criminal lawyer... Or a family lawyer, maybe. Weigh in on this if you if you if you're listening to it. Yeah, because this is this this feels confusing and convoluted in a way that, like beyond just law, normally is to me. Yeah, if if I may once again say this feels like something that was written during a NaNoWriMo draft, and the research to confirm that it was anything never got done. Because I mean, you definitely have to 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 thread that needle of. He went to jail for a serious thing. Right. But it can't be so serious that they seriously shouldn't be in the car with him. Right. But it should be serious enough that, like, it matters that he went to jail. Like, it needs to be believable that he went to jail. Right. But he still needs to be the romantic love interest. Where do you think it would have fallen? Because to me, this is... Like, it's not even a crime. He was getting an abused family member out of an abusive situation. To me, Ben committed no crime, no matter what the law says. Right. But if he had been, you know, buying drinks, not, you know, at a bar, not realizing that, you know, his, like, he bought a round of drinks for all of, you know, for the whole group and didn't realize that one of the people in the group was underage, buying alcohol for a minor. Where does that fall on this? I mean, yeah, is that something that's bad? That would have meant that the uh, Bayou Cafe or whatever that place was called where they did karaoke mm-hmm. was not just a one-off, but a pattern yeah. of, ban- of Ben's bad behavior. Now, to be fair, he did not buy them drinks there. That's true. He just, you know, took, took them, them there. there. Right. But like what? Because, I mean, it's got to be hard to come up with a crime that gives believable jail time, but yeah. also makes him noble. Noble, but like, there's, there's, I, I just, I can't imagine a world where getting your stepsister away from her abuser is gonna land you in jail. Yeah, I mean, like, so clearly, what the what the courts in this story wanted was for him to get her out of the house. 
but not leave Georgia. Right. Well, and here's another question. So what if her mom lived in South Carolina? Right. And he had taken her to South Carolina. Right. Or even if her mom lived in, you know, Oregon. Like, no matter where the, the mom is, presumably the mom lived far enough away that he couldn't just take her to her mom's house. Right. Like, but I mean, in theory, he could have driven her to Oregon. But like, let's say he took her to Ohio because it was easier and faster than getting her to her mother's house. If he had taken her to her mother's house, stepdad still could have pressed charges. But if it was a very clear, no, I took her to her mother's house. Right. Like, picked her up in Georgia, drove her to her mom's house, left her there at her request. Right. Brought her to, you know, the person who you have now said she can live with full time. Like. Well, that might have messed that up. Because if. If it's like a kidnapping situation where it's like the mom, like it would depend on what their custody agreement was because you can't like, I mean, you'd make a case for it's an abusive relationship. Sure. You can't do that because that's bad. Right. I think that's what the law says. Um, (laughs) But you can't just like be like, well, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take her. It's not my week or it's not my time or whatever. Right. But, so I mean, like, if if that had happened, I worry that it would have been like, okay, yeah, this is bad, but, like, maybe she should go live with an aunt or something for a while while we sort this out or whatever. So Ben taking her to, like, his dorm, presumably, or whatever. Yeah, or his apartment or Or his apartment or whatever. Sort of, like, keeps the mom, keeps her mom clean of any like yeah culpability i guess maybe as a parent if my kid showed up on my doorstep and said dad's been beating me up yeah i know it's not your week right i need to come stay with you i would immediately call depending on the time of day either call my lawyer first yes or call the police if it was like middle of the night situation and just say this is the situation right but even if he was transporting her to her mom's house in South Carolina. Yeah. He would, I mean, there's still not, I guess there's nothing legally to say he's taking this 14 year old girl right. out of the state. There's nothing to say that he didn't have nefarious deeds with her along the way before dropping her off at her mom's. Right. So like, I guess, yeah, it's... no matter where he's taking her, I guess the, the whole, hey, don't have sex with minors yeah. thing is still a thing. But, like, I don't know. I well, just... it's like sex trafficking and, yeah. like, I mean, like, what's like, funny Like, I get me... why the law's in place. Yeah. But I do think that in this particular situation. I feel like a good judge would have Yeah, I just, I don't fine. see how he could possibly have ended up in jail. And, like, maybe, maybe six months was a lenient sentence. I mean, I'm sure it is in the grand scheme of you know, taking minors across, as essentially kidnapping. Right. I'm sure that six months is a lenient sentence, but you would think that it would be something more along the lines of you have to do some community service. Right. Given that they were family. Right. He was getting her out of an abuse. I, I cannot stress enough how much he was getting her out of an abusive right. situation. Right. My, my problem was when I, when I was watching this, I had written down, like, you know, he... he took the mm-hmm. sister away from the, the abusive stepdad. 
And then, and then he got to like, well, it was transporting a minor that I wasn't related to. And I was like, wasn't really. Oh, right. He said stepsister. I forgot. Because mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It feels outdated. It feels yeah. like, like I get why blood is important, but it feels like it's not a barrier for the bad things. Like if you're going to, if you're going to have non-consensual sex with, um, well, all sex with a minor is non-consensual. Right. But like incest certainly isn't going to be like, oh, well, let me stop. What if the stepsister had been his friend's, like his roommate's stepsister. Right. And Ben had driven his roommate to New Jersey to pick up. We're just going all over the States here. Driven his roommate to New Jersey to pick up his roommate's stepsister. Right. And bring her back to Ohio. Again, still a case of getting a child out of an abusive situation. But in that case, he's in no way related. Right. That I would understand. Again, I still think community service should be the maximum in this particular situation. But that would be a case where he is literally, I mean, as far as this kid is concerned, he is a stranger transporting her over state lines. Right. Like, I mean like, yeah. And I was thinking like, what if like, you know, in modern times, what if she got a lift mm-hmm. to her mom's house? Yeah. You know, Ma- I got mom's credit card. I can, you know, I'm good for it. Take me to whatever. It also I'm sure de- there's some rules in lifts, terms of service. that You can't do that, but yeah, it also depends on how old the kid is. Yeah. I mean, if she's 14, she could theoretically pass as, older and right. the lift driver wouldn't even blink at it but right. she could be nine right um, now i have a nine-year-old who i do not think would have any idea how to call a lift right but i mean abuse definitely grows up yeah it's very fast yes it does so i guess what it comes down to is he should have gotten her out of the house and driven directly to the police station to call them up probably like i mean i know that that like, this is, you know, 20 years later quarterbacking on a fictional thing. Right. But it's a fictional thing that doesn't make any yeah. sense. But, like, clearly not leaving the state, going immediately to the authorities. It's sort of like um, she's a uh, a refugee. Like, you, if you're defecting, like, you know, Russian defectors or whatever, uh-huh. the first thing, like... You get you get to safe. You get it to it. You know, like the American embassy. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm a refugee. I need to see the officials. Right. So, like in this case, it sort of feels like she's a refugee. She need you know. I'm taking her immediately to the cops. We're immediately calling the other parent. Right. I mean, thank God there was another parent. Yeah. Because I mean, otherwise it seems like she she just she- goes back to the stepdad. Or into the foster system. Or into the foster system. Yeah. Hey, you know what? What? This minute, uh, the conversation was different than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. This this minute, this particular moment where we find out why Ben was in jail has always bothered me. Yeah. Like, just a lot. Yeah. And because, because, it do, because it doesn't make any sense. I cannot fathom a world where getting a kid away from an abusive parent is going to land you in jail. Did you just fathom a world? No, I just, I just realized that they're all 18, right? 
I would assume so. Because again, if not, then Ben has a pattern of taking minor women across state lines that he's not related to. Quite true. I would assume that they are Probably. all 18. I mean, like, if any of them have birthdays like mine in the middle of the summer, yeah. that they always turn the next stage in the summer after, Yeah. then, you Yeah, because you were 17 when we graduated high school. Yep. If we'd gone on this road trip, I would have been a minor. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. Kit is is cornrowing Mimi's hair in the back seat. Oh, I didn't notice that. I, I noticed it. I think she may have been doing it in the previous minute as well. But there's a pause right before Ben, ben the coin, the, the dime drops and Ben starts to ask his very good question. Uh-huh. Where it's just like they're driving in the car and not talking. So my attention wandered back to the back seat. And, and Kit is definitely cornrowing Mimi's hair. Interesting. I was like, huh. They're just doing, that's just the business that's happening back there. See, that is weird to me because the back seat, as I have said on this show before, the back seat of convertible is very windy. Yeah. You would not be able to do something like cornrow someone's hair. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It did not look windy. No, it, has, it of- hasn't looked windy this entire <laughs> movie. Let's all right. Let's reshoot Crossroads, but with realistic wind effects. Yes. So I mean, that was just something I noticed. Yeah. Um, kind of just fun braiding hair in the back. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they're they're passing the time now yep. that everyone's relieved. We can uh, peacefully braid hair in the back. Yep. But in the meantime, we don't have hair to braid. Well, I mean, we have hair and we could braid it, but I'd yeah. rather do social media. So we are on Twitter as a podcast at Crossroads underscore Min. I am on Twitter at Unabashedly Aaron. I am at Unabashed James. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network. If you go to patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network, for $2 a month, you can get a ton of bonus content from every all of the creators across the network, including us. Yeah. We have, at the time of this recording, our March le- newsletter is going to be written fairly soon, I believe. Yep. I have to decide whether I'm doing... A Crossroads Minute One, a Newsies Minute One, or two half newsletters coming together, one Newsies Minute Half, one Crossroads Minute Half, and one beautiful conglomerated newsletter. Well, for $2 a month, you can find out what James decided to do. And at the time that this airs, we'll probably be about getting ready to publish our five recommendations for the month of April. Yep. So... Yeah, and there's 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 tons of audio bonus content. There's there's all sorts of stuff um, that you can get, and honestly, two dollars a month is a steal. Yes, it absolutely is. It hey, the two dollars a month is worth it just for the one shot that Colin and and uh, Jordan recorded from Myth Takes, where uh, Terry, who is a, a character from Myth Takes, has to fight an evil uh, meatball sub monster. Amazing. Yeah, it's. Fantastic. But my voice is dying and yours is also. There's, hey, we're, uh, Aaron and I are going to go uh, let our voices slowly die in corners. I was going to say rest, but what you said is probably more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, hey, Aaron. Yes, James. Let's be best friends forever. We will. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.